0: Radio, FC and Music United.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's This Club is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host, Cockers, and later in the show, we'll be finding out if the women's team could continue their winning start to the league campaign, as FC hosted Crew Alexandra on Sunday. But before that, it's to the men's team, and on Saturday afternoon, league leaders, FC United, travelled to Tameside to take on Stalybridge Celtic. And to find out now how the Reds got on, let's hand over to the FC Live team at Bowerfold.
2: FC United taking on Staley Bridge Celtic uh, this afternoon. A double header. Played them, last week in the, oh. played them last week in the Manchester Premier Cup and now we're playing them in the league. Uh,
3: should be a bit of a different game from last week, I feel. Well, that's what we were just talking about earlier. I don't know whether... That we, I'm not sure how strong Staley Bridge were. We were pretty strong last week. If it's two similar sides... I, I would hope for a similar performance. We've got three lads currently in fitness tests or warming up. We were injured, Gribbing Donahue and Vince. I mean, if those three are back in the squad. That's a big difference. I expect us coming here last year and win, and we got had five put past us. So we know there's nothing in this league. We, you know, we, we know that as, as I said the other week, if things transpire against us, we could actually drop to 13th from first. But then that's that's how tight the league is. It's a bit false in terms of games in hand, but a loss can drop you right the way down. So we just need to keep this 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 run going. All right, we, yes, we lost it, guys. Taking that out, we're on a good run. I suppose you could say <laughs> taking that out. I mean, I means take taking every game where we have ever lose, we're unbeaten in seventeen years. But you know, you know, you know what I mean. I mean, it is ridiculous, isn't it? Three points separating first and eleventh. I mean, it's it's not, it's not deeper. Yeah, so it's, yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's no one wants to take the league. It's, it's slightly false. I mean, because I mean, obviously, South Shields have got four and five games down on some, but you've got to win them. Mm-hmm. And if you end up that you can't fit them into the schedule, you've got, and you and you start crabbing them in. Yes, they're a full they're a full time team, but it still catches them up. So you just got to keep winning. You've got you've got to win your games at the top of the minute. Stay up there. I mean, we've not played for two weeks. There's been games around us, and we're still top albeit on goal difference, but we're still top, so, you know. It was a remarkable midweek, was it? Uh, Marine could have gone top, and they were beaten by Whitby, of all people. Yeah. And that,
2: there's a little bit of a warning sign there, isn't there? Because Whitby, obviously, in the relegation place at the moment, or, or there or thereabouts, um, but those, the results, teams, out, aren't they? those teams, like Lancaster as well, yeah. as we all know, they're starting to pull results out, and that's a warning yeah. for Staleybridge.
3: Yeah, I mean, cause they're they're low down the, in the table, um, and that's where I would say last week's game is no is no barometer because it's it's a cup game, it's a one-off. Last week, today is a league game. If they lost last week, they're at the Manchester Cup. So be it. If they lose today, you're getting potentially closer to, to the relegation zone for them. So. Yeah, it's a big game for them. Some teams are picking up form, like you said, down there. Lancaster looked all right when we played us the other week. Whitby have picked up one or two results in the past few weeks, and a good one, like you said, midweek. Just another note to
2: Liversidge, the third best away form in the league. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a weird division this year. Yeah. Um, well, the team's coming out onto the pitch now uh, for their warm-up. Uh, so, Woods, big thank you for joining yeah, us. Right. And uh, enjoy the game this afternoon. Oh, I intend to. SC United taking on Staley Celtic. Paul... Yeah. This is obviously the second part of a double header, but that was in the Manchester Premier Cup last weekend. We're expecting a bit different. I'm looking at the starting uh, squad. Some of those players who started last week are actually on the bench today. So,
4: Yeah, I think that it's, it's well documented. Staley Bridge have struggled this season. They've only scored 10 goals in the league, which is the joint lowest, and we beat them handsomely. The only caveat I would put to all this is that we have long memories of coming here last September and losing 5-2. Mm-hmm and uh, that was the last time he conceded five and that's, that's something that obviously we can't afford a sloppy performance like that this afternoon if we want to stay top.
2: Now, Roy, how difficult is it to play a team back-to-back like this, especially when the first game, you could argue, is low down the priority list of both managers? I mean, how, how do you go about this
5: one? I think, really, to be honest, it's down to the individual's uh, motivation. Um, your manager will always be up... Uh, for a decent result and a decent performance to match. But uh, it's very much, as far as I'm concerned, uh, down to the metal of the player. Uh, he either takes it serious and takes his football serious or he doesn't, end the story.
2: Uh, Paul, this league is um, turning into a bit of a... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Traffic jam. A bit silly. <laughs> SC United have lost five games this season. At top of the league. You know who also has lost five games? Lancaster City in the relegation places. Yeah. How's that possible? Well, three points
4: separate the top 11. I mean, that's ridiculous, isn't it? By any stretch of imagination. And if actually don't do the business today, there's a queue of clubs waiting to leap above us. So you it's critical that we get three points this you afternoon. S- you say
2: that, but there was a number of matches both on Saturday when we weren't playing and midweek where if results went a certain way, we wouldn't be top. But it is literally but after when you've you, Claude. Got, when at you've the got moment? After division,
4: <laughs> we can jump above you in one go. Then, you know, I'm not saying we're going to drop to 11th, but, <laughs> but that's <laughs> every chance. But if we, if we don't play our cards right this afternoon, then, you know, we are going to slip significantly down the table.
2: And uh, that's that's the key, isn't it? You, the old adage would you rather have points on the board or games in hand? FC uh, yeah. United have got the points on the board at the minute. Just got to look after ourselves, haven't we? I know we have played a few games more than, than everyone below us, but if we keep winning, who cares?
5: Exactly, and that, that is the point. And the issue: uh, stay on top, take the points while you've got them, and try and uh, add to those points totals. Where you—you uh, you put a little bit of a gap between you and the pack, and uh, and like you said, Paul, it, it is going to be a difficult job when uh, twelve positions or whatever it is is covered by three points. Yeah, it's, it's, a bit it's ridiculous, amazing, isn't
2: it? it? It really is. Um, just t- touching upon, well, might as well go to team news. And uh, last week, Don we, he obviously had a very good debut against Matlock. But that game last week was that Don arrived. In FC I think. He, I
4: think he looked more more at home in the team last week. He, 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 the confidence was there, and the skill was there. We know he's got the skill, but he was beginning to make better decisions on the ball. So it looks like he's he's beginning to bed in a bit more. Having played a few games, which is only fair because. He's played a lot of cameo appearances uh, before now, but
2: last week he got a start and he enjoyed his start. Uh, we're going to be joined by a special guest. Uh, It'd be good to hear Neil's thoughts ahead of this game. Big thanks, Neil, for, for joining us pre-match. Um, we are live. Uh, just to say, um, how's the team shaping up? Because you made a few changes from last week. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. So still no uh, Gribbin and Donahue, You know, although they trained Thursday night, they haven't made it today. And Vincent, obviously, still out. But it gives a chance to, to rest a few last week. Curtis Jones, Andy, Halls. They come back in uh, to the fray. Joe Rowell Grant comes back into the fray. So, yeah, he gives, you know I thought the lads were excellent last week. But, you know, we just said we've got to keep rotating, keep people fit, healthy and well. And, you know, we've had a few changes today. Uh,
2: how crucial is it to make those changes? Because it it's a bit cat and mouse, this, isn't it, with, with Chris Wilcock after you played him so, so soon?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, no one likes it. Chris doesn't like it. I don't like it. You never like playing teams back to back. You know, they know about us. We know about them. Uh, it's never ideal. But... You know, it's another Saturday afternoon, another game of football, and they've made, I think, three or four changes. So, you know, we've made three or four, and I'm just hoping that we could keep building on the momentum we've got at the minute and keep doing well and, and keep uh, scoring goals and winning football games.
2: Now, I've noticed, looking at the starting selection here, um, I mean, we're ten minutes to kick-off, so you can you can be as free and open yeah. as you like, Neil, uh, but you've got three strikers playing. Yeah, what, what does that mean? We've
0: just got attacking. We've, we've gone with heights. Uh, we thought that they're quite big, you know, so we, we're going McCarthy just off the left, narrow, like he ended last week. Linear's nine, Robwell granting behind, and then Dante just coming off the, the right with his left foot. And then, you know, Ennison, uh, Potts protects it. Griffiths isn't 100%, still didn't train Tuesday night. Still, his ankle's heavily strapped today, and we've just got to nurture him back. He's just not 100% yet, so... Uh, and then, like I said, you know, in behind that, Jones and Hall's come in and Finn reverts the left-back and, and Woolers did really well. And he keeps the right-back shirt and De goes on the bench.
2: We obviously spoke post-match uh, last Saturday. Results went our way in the league. We were still top at 5 o'clock last Saturday. Funnily enough, after the midweek games, we were still top. Um, I was just saying then to uh, Roy and, uh, and Paul, we've just got to keep winning. It doesn't matter, does Hopefully.
0: it? Listen, you could be top, you could be fourth, you could be sixth. People will always have a, a comment to make. or if That's football. It's...
2: Could be, know, yeah, could be 11 <laughs> today,
0: Neil. It, it is what it is. You know, we've just got to keep trying to win football games. You know, I tried to say it to me that we don't do anything different. You know, we have a, a DNA, a philosophy the way we play. We train really well. We've warmed up really well. Lads cross the white line. Hopefully, they execute the game plan. If they don't, the manager gets the blame. And if they do, you know, all good. And you know, we've just got to hopefully. You know, just keep going, keep going, there's a real confidence in there there's a real ability uh, and I'm just hoping that the fans come out of the numbers today and you know be our 12th man and come 90 minutes we can get another three points
2: Well Neil, a big thank you for joining us pre-match, really appreciate Brilliant. it and best no of luck today, thank Cheers, you mate. very much see you soon um, well, you, you, don't, you two don't normally get to hear, hear the pre-match interview, the because it's all pre-recorded, but um, what's your take on you know the, the challenge going in up front with height? Um,
4: well I think what he's done basically is I've got a feeling he's kind of taken on what happened last week and realised that it it reaped its rewards in the last half hour or so. Uh, So he's decided to start with a a forward line, which was similar to how we ended, because I think we caused them a lot of trouble. And we won two penalties on the back of breakaways, and they obviously couldn't handle it. So, you know, more of the same today,
2: probably. Now, Roy, I was about to ask you about um, Gabidon, because... um, I don't know if you've, if you've seen him at North West County's level or anything like that but last week I made a comparison there was one moment where it looks to me like we've discovered another Carlos Roca with the way, he—he's just his manner of dribbling through the middle and stuff and, and looking lively And it, it was only for a split second because he's still raw but how, how do you nurture a, a player like Carlos Roca and, 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 and like Gabby Don to get the best out of them
5: Well I had Carlos the age of 14. That's what I'm asking you. Well, I'm giving you a build-up here. But uh, Carlos, a slight innocence in his manner, Carlos, where you had to encourage him and make him believe in his abilities. Um, he had it all the time in him, within him, you know, through his skills to uh, have that confidence to be able to get in there and perform at a regular consistent level that's that's the word consistent level and um that's all you have to do really you know just keep encouraging them uh, we played on uh, all sorts of pitches with uh with carlos and now uh, you see people saying uh, oh no it's too heavy for him it's too early you know what you don't put a tank in a load of mud because it sinks you know you, you light-footed players glide over these heavy pitches they don't get bogged down it's the big lads that get bogged down you know so go with
2: it and use what he's got his attributes and speaking of consistency Paul yeah. takes us to Regan Liner. He's, he's hit consistency now isn't he he's, he's, uh, he's got the air dare I say it. I know I've just compared one of our players to Carl Schrocker he's got the air something about him that you know, some of the goals he scored recently are very physical, get off the ball, that's mine and I think the other thing that goes unnoticed is the number of assists Mm. which, which is what you want your
4: striker to be able to do, it's not just about him hitting the target it's feeding others as well it's like he fed McCarthy for a goal last week that was a great layoff he'd had a shot and it was blocked and he had the mouse to square it instead of shooting again, now that's maturity from Regan Linney, he's beginning to Learn more as, as he gets older.
2: And touching upon that back line today, uh, Wallerton still in at right back. Obviously uh, from from Neil there, De Grush's borderline. Finley Armstrong's reverted back to left back. Then we've got Curtis Jones and Andy Halls. That's a totally new two players who didn't play last week in that in that Manchester United <laughs> side. But they've a got a fair
4: understanding. Back. Yes. What was interesting last week was seeing that Armstrong could play centre back quite comfortably. So that's another option now that we've got up our sleeve until the end of the year. That was very interesting to find out. Because he, 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 he withstood the, the big men of Staley Bridge up front. He, he, he stood up to them and he won a lot of headers. So, you know, that's, that's very useful for the managers to find out. I think Potts and Ennis, though, to be honest, uh, you have got a good bit
5: of brain power there, a good bit of experience. And through their experience, you know, they should be able to do like a relay Job on yep. uh, in midfield. One goes in, one sits out, one you know, and then vice versa. I you know, don't get caught forward. One always hit,
2: is the uh, the anchor point. It's a shame about Griffiths. I did enjoy that last week. That that trio in midfield, that triangle, that that worked really well. That was like peak <laughs> FC United midfield that last
4: Griffiths week. Griffiths gives, gives you that bit of solidity, doesn't yeah. he? He picks the ball up off the back four and distributes it quick, and that's what they need. And it's a good link, isn't it, to the forward line? Yeah. But today, it sounds like we're playing two wide players, ultimately. Yeah. So I think the idea is to get it out wide quick and then get support up to the wide band. You know, so that will be
2: interesting. I think we can pick Staley Bridge off if we play it cute this afternoon. Well, both teams coming out onto the pitch. FC United taking on Staley Bridge Celtic here, live at Bowerfold. And without further ado, let's hand you over to our expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. It's Tato Paul, Royce but first, me. Ennis on this right-hand side plays it to Wallerton on this right-hand touchline. Wallerton, looking to cross this ball in, no, checks back, plays it to Ennis, Ennis, nice ball there to find Linney on the right side of the penalty area, Wallerton still forward from the byline, crosses this in for oh, Gabidon, and a good save down to his left there by Greg Hall, and he, I think he headbutted the post he did. in doing so, he, he did. He doesn't know what day it is I don't think, the referees should be blowing, it's pretty obvious,
5: it was a good effort though from Gabidon, it was a good effort, he, he took it quick and early didn't he, and uh, all credit to the goalkeeper he did get down very very quickly too in that bottom 90
2: long ball play forward by Staley Bridge into the centre circle and uh, ball picked up here by Abedaki coming forward towards FC9 penalty here, Abidaki beats his man into the area, the ball breaks here oh and lavakin with a fantastic save from Correa's chance there and uh, Abedaki with a superb run forward but lavakin keeping the scores all square here Correa, nice reverse pass there for the run of David Kane Kane is one on one with the goalkeeper and a good save once again from Dan Lavercomb 35 minutes played here at Balfold. corner to SC United, Gabidon takes it from the right and it comes and it's in there, it's gone right in straight to the back post area and enough, enough curl on it to go over the goalkeeper's head into the net and SC United take the lead here Paul, well
4: it was the first test for the keeper and the back four, and they failed miserably, didn't they? Yep.
2: Nobody that really attacked the ball. That was the right ball in, wasn't it? They all boy? looked to each Definitely,
4: other. just put it up
5: high, curling indoors. Let him try and deal with it. But to be honest, the secret there was that FC had two players hemming in him on the not line, not fouling him, just, no, there. just, just keeping there. him in there,
2: and that's what did it. So, 35 minutes played here, and uh, on with his first goal for FC United now with Potts Potts squared to Ennis Ennis lets the ball roll and then plays it out to this near touchline to Wallerton Wallerton to Gabidon Gabidon now plays a nice ball there oh, to Linney Linney's oh, the, yeah. goalkeeper in there. the goalkeeper got a foot the goalkeeper got on it but the ball too much power and sailed into the far post area and FC United double their lead Roy yeah sweet ball down the channel
5: there on Linney's right hand side he got in between the uh, centre-back and the full-back. Picked his mark right in that back post area. But like you say, I mean, uh, all credit to Waldron, who's a substitute goalkeeper. He did get a foot on it, but maybe as a goalkeeper, he might have got his hand on it. So but It was low, though, wasn't it? It was so low, yeah,
2: but... Uh, it was kind of similar. The save was kind of similar to the one we saw earlier from Lavicam, where Correa yeah, was through. very much so, yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing that was missing there was maybe accuracy. a bit more of an angle and a bit more power, maybe. Well, accuracy so. and intent. Where certainly that line finish had both of those yeah,
5: things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'd had a bit of method with it as well. So, quality, good finish.
2: So, 2 0 up here now, FC United, as we head towards the end of this first half. Dagno wins the ball, but it uh, only goes as far as Griffiths. Ennis plays it over the top, cleared though by Staley Bridge, and that's a tricky ball, Ooh. and Andy Hall's does a deal with it Carrera is there, and the referee penalty. is going to give a penalty and uh, Andy Hall's there uh, committing the cardinal sin really, and letting the ball bounce a bit. He did, yeah, and uh, as soon
5: as it bounces, with this little bit of uh, sheen on the top of the grass here, it moved away from
2: him Well, we've had uh, 31 minutes played of this second half, and it's going to be Ralph Carrera to take this it was a penalty last week, wasn't it Paul? Lavercombe saved the last yeah. one. Carrera, right-footed, Dan Lavercombe in goal. And yeah! that's uh, a good penalty from Carrera. Yeah. And uh, we've had just over 31 minutes played of this second half and the scoreline is now 2-1. Bailey Jones is Ooh. strong and crosses this ball in. It's Ooh. a good ball in, it's met there oh. by Miller and uh, palmed wide of the goal there by Dan Lavercombe. And uh, Kalea clears his lines there we go Final whistle. full time here at Barrow Fold, and uh, well three points is three points yes, both goals coming in the first half after goalkeeper Greg Hall uh, picked up uh, a head injury after making a good save early on in the game Darius Waldron the centre back had to go in goal SC United scored two goals after that Second in the league table now on goal difference after Hyde United uh, picked up a 3-1 win away at Liversidge. Uh, Liversidge still looking for a home win this season. But talking about this game here and the 2-1 win, I, I said at half time it doesn't matter what the scoreline is. Let's get the three points and get out of yeah. here. And that's and that that's all that matters. The, that at the end of the day is what we've done.
5: Do you know what? You can talk about the ins and outs of this, that, and the other. Uh, At the end of the season, you total your points up and that's what matters. You need to end up with the highest total of points to win the league and so be it, end up. Uh, How you
2: get the points is another thing. They all look the same in the paper, don't they? Uh, Games for Trinity picked up a 4-1 win in their game. That sees them third, whilst Warrington Town won 3-1 as well. Uh, So two points to gap between the top four. Um, It's also three points to gap now In the top eight. But the start of the day, Paul, it was the top 11 that was separated by three points. So um, that defeat for Bamber Bridge and the defeat for has stretched things out a little bit.
4: Yeah, I think it's inevitable teams will drop points as the season unravels. Um, Thankfully, we haven't dropped any at Balfour this afternoon. But I think the manager will be a bit disappointed with the second half performance.
2: Mm. Mm. I I think you give correctly good credit to Chris Wilcock for the substitutions he made, yes, I did, mean he did yeah. take on, a, he, yeah. he took off a substitute yeah. um, which is not what managers like to do ordinarily but that, that did give them a bit more impetus
5: Yeah he gave them more get up and go to be honest with the lads that they brought on uh, the lads that he brought on uh, put a lot of effort and uh, energy into the performances and actually enhanced
2: Staley Bridge's uh, foothold in the game is that the performance of? Let's not say the title, but a playoff chasing side. It was a tough game in windy conditions against a team we already played last week. We dug in and we got the three points. Is that the kind of result that you would yeah, expect from a team chasing the? I would the do,
5: yeah. But to be honest, I thought it was a good game of football as well. There was plenty going on at both ends, and like I say, I mean, you miss your chances. And they'll come back and bite you. And they did do. The FC just kept the chances, kept having the goal, kept having the goal. And the next minute, bump, bump, two goals in there. And they were chasing the game. Really, the uh, they didn't have a lot to lose, did they? What they did, he made his substitution, Wilcox. And the, they worked for him. Yep. They worked for him in a couple of ways. The ground is very sheeny. Um, they could get the tackles in early doors. They covered the ground. They hit the ball early doors. They switched the player, they got it forward um, and they put FC under a a little bit of pressure. All FC had to do was just keep nice and calm and just do the percentage work which was defend, defend the goal, defend the opportunities, shut down the space... And restrict them from any sort of shooting opportunities.
2: Right, a big thank you for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, working with you once again this afternoon, uh, Roy Sewell there. But it's now time uh, to welcome uh, the manager of FC United. Here's Neil Reynolds. Hello, Neil. How are you?
0: Hi, Ben. You okay?
2: Yes. Now, uh, I just asked the question to Roy um, about is that a playoff chasing side's performance there where you dug in, you've got the win and... Yes, is the answer. However, what's your take on, on what you saw there?
0: I thought we were excellent. I don't think we wasted a pass. I think our recovery runs was excellent. Our first and second balls, no. I mean, I'm joking. We weren't good enough today, Ben. I'm brave enough to say where it was. We didn't, we didn't, I don't know what it was. We couldn't get going. I don't know if it was the to Greg. And then like the pressure of the goalkeeper having to go in. Uh, freak corner from Dante. Great finish from Regan. Then we have a few chances and we should be on top. But at half-time, you've probably heard me from it here, I've, I've really gone to town with three or four of them. And, and it's not, I've got to reiterate, they're not bad players and they're not arrogant, they're not egotistical. But today out there looked at times like, we're all right, we'll win, we're playing Staley Bridge And you can't have that in your DNA. And at half-time it was said, second-half changes were made. I don't think the changes did any better than the lads on the pitch. But, but some of my bigger players today, you know, Jones, Halls, Potts, uh, Regan, I thought they were quiet. I thought they were quiet. I well, thought we, they were
2: quiet. We gave man of the match to uh, their number eight, Abidake, and that it's kind of mirroring what you just said there. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think we were being that sedentary. I just think they were pressing us more, yeah. and and there is an element where. We had played them last week, and it's tricky <laughs>
5: it's
0: it's so hard and and listen it's not just hard Charlie and I say now if you come to Sailor Bridge in November and you get three points you know you do well think about what happened this time last year you know and let's I know they had a lot of pressure second off, which is great and I'm glad that you know they had a good go, they had a good go you don't like to see teams at the bottom or losing games well Chris should be happy with them they're given a really good account of themselves uh but we, i don't I don't know what it was we just we just couldn't we couldn't find that rhythm uh, I've just walked around and everyone says we played so well and maybe am I a little bit a bit critical and it is hard when you play back-to-back games uh, but we play back-to-back games we beat a 4-1 and 2-1 and we've got to we've got to take that well, you know, I don't know what's happening in and around us today but like, to answer your question is that a, a playoff chasing team well I always challenge our lads that South Shields won't play well every week but they seem to get points and mm-hmm. win games I said to our lads if you're not going to play well still get points and last season we didn't this season we are I think that's one defeat in 10, isn't it? Now, so we, we're enjoying it. And, and you've got to come in, you've got to dig it out. And, you know, Shields only beat these 2-1. We beat them 2-1 and, and we've got to take that.
2: There was a bit a big discussion about who the man of the match was from an FC point of view. Um, Roy's giving it to, to Linnet and Roy's a, a qualified scout, so I'm not going to argue with him. However, I'd suggest Lavercombe's made some quality saves in that game. Uh, but
0: I agree with you. Yeah. Yes. I think Lenny worked well. I thought Lavacombe was, was head and shoulders. The only disappointing thing with Dan is that today we, we actually uh, told him which way the penalty were going. Uh-huh. So we've watched the last three penalties and he knew which way he was going and didn't go that way. So he'll be disappointed because we do our research and he trust knows that. the method. That. Yeah, well. trust yeah. the method. And he has done this season, but he hasn't today. He's made his own mind up, but that's fine. Uh, I thought, you know, probably the best thing for Dan Lavacombe was Will Stanway coming in because he's come back and he's resurgent. Uh, he knows it. You know, it's not a given that he's going to play every week now and, and, and he's doing really well. So, you know, I'm chuffed with him, but he'd be my man of the match. I think lenny can be better. He knows that, but he's got another goal. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what strikers do. So, you know, all in all, we're, we're chuffed. Warrington
2: Ryland's next, uh, next Saturday. Um, we've got the Phoenix Trophy as well that week, mm. haven't we? So, um, it's uh, a big week coming up. Uh, what, what's your thoughts? Because Ryland's have been a bit... Uh, hit and miss recently so
0: it, it, it doesn't matter it could be bottom of the league come to FC United everyone <laughs> wants to raise the game you've seen it today you know Taylor Bridge what are they averaging two, 300 there's 1200 here today everybody does and you know I'm just glad that that group of players in there they've got a positive mindset mentally strong now and, and hopefully just overcome challenges and are they going to play well every week no no, absolutely. But if we can get points, then we're going to achieve our target come the end of the season. And it is important when your likes of Shields don't play uh, today, that we carry on picking up points. And although they've got games in hand, we, we're beginning to break away. And then they know it's not just, oh, it's right to get a point. They must wins now. Uh, so, you know, all you can do, all they can do is is turn up and, and, and get the points. And that's all they have done. We'll digest it. We'll look at it. We'll go over it in training Tuesday, Thursday. And then we'll get ready for Rylands, who, who you know, we'll know will be, won't need any encouraging. You know, Jodie Banning there will, will want to come and make a statement. And, and we can't wait to get back to parks Park. So, yeah. Absolutely.
2: And just uh, a closing, just about uh, the injuries and stuff. Griffiths back on the pitch today uh, towards the end. I know he was 50-50. Uh, De Grouchy came back on as well and got some minutes. Uh, we did see Donahue and Vincent kicking a ball before... Uh, the game in, in warm-up. So we're hoping we might have, Tra- maybe not for rounds, but certainly no, for... Training oh,
0: being well. God. Training being well this week. That's two sessions they've done. They're going to do another two. Gribben and Donoghue back in the squad uh, next Saturday. Vincent maybe two weeks away Won't rushing, but Donoghue and Gribben definitely back. Uh, I can't wait to have them back. You know, I think games like that today, you know, especially when you've got that quality uh, on the pitch of, of Gribben and Donoghue, it, it helps you. But, you know, it's exciting for everyone now to have that type of quality, Coming back in the team and uh yeah, no, they'll be back in they'll be back in and around it and hopefully if they get through training, you know, they're both in contention uh for the squad next week.
2: Great stuff. Well, Neil, big congratulations again. Three yeah, points.
0: Yeah, just say thank you to all the fans. You know, they came and I was a bit worried before the game, that they, they didn't see many of them and then they oh, came in the numbers. I bet it was round the it's a walk
2: then, from the railway. You know,
0: no. they were brilliant and, and you know, everyone back home, It you was know, sporting. I know next everyone's Saturday when you can get a win, so uh yeah, we'll enjoy it and then we'll see you next Saturday.
1: FC United manager Neil Reynolds speaking after his side. win over Staleybridge Celtic. And the Reds return to action this Saturday as FC United host Warrington Rylands at Broadhurst Park. Admission will be pay on the gate with a 3pm kick-off. £12 for adults, £7 concessions, £3 under-18s, while under-5s are free with a paying adult. But as always, if you cannot make the game, then have no fear, the FC Live team are here. They'll be going to air from 2.30pm on Saturday. Tune in at fc-radio.co.uk. To the women's team now, and on Sunday afternoon, FC United hosted Crew Alexandra in the league. Let's hand over to Ben and Paul now for all the goals.
2: Good ball there by Flanagan to find Chambers on the edge of the box. Chambers! Oh, Oh. hits the post! Uh, Good. Kind of an improvised effort, really. The ball wasn't really set for her, was it? And the go- she just made do. The goalkeeper gave it up. Didn't even try and save it. Ogden tries to thread that ball through. It breaks to O'Gara on this near-touch line. O'Gara chips the ball forward. Flanagan brings the ball down on the edge of the box. Then lays it off there to Dixon. Dixon, surely. Good save from the goalkeeper. But it breaks to Flanagan. And another fine save. Chambers plays the ball to Flanagan, Flanagan back to Clancy, Clancy infield, finds Reeves in a bit of space, Reeves now moving down the middle, plays it to Kelly on the left hand side, first time ball into the box, surely Flanagan, great save by the goalkeeper, but there following up was Flanagan once again, and FC United open the score in here, 36 minutes on the clock, Paul. The keeper managed to save the first attempt, but had no chance with the second. Here's Flanagan now. Good ball by O'Gara. Flanagan infield, finds Dixon. Dixon tries to play that ball out, but uh, keeps possession, plays it to Chambers. Chambers now lines up a shot on a left foot. Surely that's going in. And it does go in. The goalkeeper outstretched. And FC United to double their lead on 43 minutes. Kirsty Chambers there with a, a Kirsty chambers That's finish, Paul. Uh, trademark. Chambers left foot. Chambers has got Kelly on this uh, near side. Here is Kelly now on the ball. Kelly down the line to Dixon. Dixon's on side. Dixon plays the ball back here to Kelly, Kelly beats one player, lines up a shot for distance, good save by the goalkeeper, down to a right-hand side. And uh, Patience clearance is charged down, and is there an opportunity? here? No, Patience sprints back and says, no, I'm having that ball. Marsh plays it to Reeves, sliding challenge on Reeves, sliding challenge oh, on Clancy, and that was a bad one. And, uh, well, the crew player in question walks away, uh, but, Griffin. but that was a, a bad challenge right through Clancy there on this near touchline oh it's, it's a, a red, red card a straight red card I can understand why for the crew player well it's going to be a corner ball and it comes from Chambers towards the back post area it beats everyone there's Flanagan on the back post shot comes in the goalkeeper palms it into the near post and FC United make it 3-0 Paul Chelsea Flanagan scoring a brace
4: it was the power of the shot, really, that was the, the, the telling thing there. The keeper got hands to it, but the, the fierceness of the shot meant it still went in, and uh, 3-0, we could see it come in.
2: Clancy with the throw-in. heads it infield, and uh, Reeves pounces. Reeves into the box, plays it square. Here's Olivia Smith. What a save from Holloway. That was superb stuff. Reeves to Marsh. Marsh to Smith. Smith into the penalty area. Oh, and nearly finds a player on the penalty spot ball breaks to who launches a shot oh. from distance and that is a stunning effort from kate ogara to make it 4-0 holloway in the crew goal as of the sensational game but once again paul she's not saving that that was a screamer mother moving forward finds reeves reeves to stopford stopford on this round touchline Back to Reeves, back to Stockford. Stockford crosses the ball into the box to the back post. Here's Smith. Smith surely from here. <laughs> Great save by Holloway. Another save by Holloway and a corner. Here's Reeves out to the right hand side here, to Mather over the halfway line. Stockford for support. Stockford now on the right hand side. Stockford moving towards the byline. Stockford still with the ball, still with the ball. Crosses that ball into the six yard box. It breaks here to Mather, And Mather over the goalkeeper and into the net. And that is five. Full time here at Broadhurst Park and FC United with a convincing 5-0 victory. Two goals coming in in the first half. One from Chelsea Flanagan. A fine finish from Kirsty Chambers to make it 2-0 at half time. Um, Then into the second half and uh, a straight red card for Kerris Griffin after a strong challenge saw crew. Go down to 10 players. At that point, it was always a tough ask anyway, being 2-0 down against uh, FC United. But that made it a really big mountain to climb. And then the goals started to come. A second goal from Chelsea Flanagan. A fine goal. Goal of the afternoon from Ogara and Certainly uh, a candidate for goal of the season. And Corey Mather wrapping things up there towards the end to make it 5-0. A good afternoon, Paul, for FC United, who at the moment, uh, with the scores... Uh, As they are, will go top of the table. However, we will wait uh, for final confirmation on that score uh, between Tramway, Rovers and Cheadle. But here, Paul, three points for FC.
4: Yeah, I think we have to give mention to Hannah Holloway. Made 20 saves to keep the score down. Uh, Some of them really good saves. And without her, it could have been double figures.
2: We're giving Cruz goalkeeper play of the match, I think. Yeah. But from an FC United perspective, uh, I know no one listens to our viewpoint when it comes to who got play of the match. But I'm tempted by Kate O'Gara to be. I honest. was going to say
4: O'Gara because the goal topped it off really, and it was the goal of the game, the goal of the afternoon probably.
2: A, a great performance uh, all round really from FC United, and it does set us up well for that tough game in the FA Cup next week.
4: Yeah, the FA Cup game is going to be difficult against the side at a higher level, but. FC have strung together a couple of good wins um, in the last week or so and scored goals uh, it was five last week, five this week confidence must be high again I think after the mishaps against Cheadle and I'm sure when James comes up uh, he's on his way now for the interview he'll uh, he'll be quite pleased with his afternoon's work
2: Absolutely um, James, well done for making it through the maze of <laughs> locked doors and uh, getting up to us here at uh, at Broadhurst Park you must be delighted with that performance
6: Uh, do you know what it's probably I'd say like for the majority of that game it's probably the best football we played this season like the the way we moved the ball around was was absolutely quality like Uh, for minute one we had a a bit of a game plan to we practised we've not started well for the last few weeks and we, we played a game slash punishment on Thursday where we did three-minute spells and if you didn't score a goal in three minutes, you had to run. Wow. And and we did it about four or five times. It was a lot of running and I said <laughs> it pays to start fast and I think today we did start fast. We didn't get the goals but we created tons and tons of opportunities. Just to
2: mention for the logistics of this as well because you were expecting this game to be played in the stadium. I think given the weather conditions it was the right move not just to protect the pitch for a busy weekend ahead yeah. uh, but also... Probably the game might have got called off. Yeah, so you must be pleased that we have got the game on.
6: No, I listen. I said it to. I said it to the club this week. Is we're, we're, we w- we 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 want to be flexible as well. Like we don't want to kind of go. Oh, if the pitch isn't right, the pitch isn't right. And for me, is we we're talking about calling the game off. And I was like, no. no, no. I said like, we'll we we'll play in the three G. We're not we're not shy like him. And. I think for us, it suited our play today. We've we fizzed the ball around on the floor. We probably wouldn't have been able to do that on a muddy pitch, and a muddy, wet pitch. Um, it probably suited us being on, on the flat uh, 3G today. And
2: uh, let's talk about some of the goals. Um, I mean, Kirsten Chambers was, was sailing towards getting goal of the afternoon, but then Kate O'Gara popped up, didn't she? What, what a finish. We've given a... FC's player of the match. Yeah. I think there's an argument to say their goalkeeper was actually player of the match overall. But oh yeah, I just I just yeah.
6: say to their goalkeeper, then, absolutely unreal. Twenty today. saves. Twenty saves. Wow. But
2: she wasn't saving Kate O'Garas. No,
6: absolutely unreal for Kate. <laughs> um, do you know what? As well, uh, Kate don't get enough props. She's she's played pretty much every single game in midfield for us last year, and I've asked her to do some jobs for me at left back, at right back, and she's she's doing a kind of. Like she's a modern footballer, so to speak, where you can go, go and play anywhere, and she'll do a job. And listen, she played left back today. She's not left footed, and she she, she looked perfect. And and the way we're inverting the, the the full backs now into midfield, it it suits that game. With with like I said, I, I said it at the start of the season. Is I'd, if I had ten midfielders out there, I'd play ten midfielders. So we're, we're getting there, closely surely.
2: Now, James, there's an unwritten rule in football that when a players on two goals, you don't you don't substitute them, and and there you are taking Chelsea Flanagan enough.
6: Do you know what? As well, when I seen her go down <laughs> with it, with her shoulder, yes. I, I got a bit scared. Look, yeah, yeah, it looked like I thought she'd popped it. So we've got a, we've got a young squad, and we need to get every, we need to get minutes, get people firing, and having her back, having Emily Marsh giving us ninety minutes today. Yeah, it, it just feels calmer when when Marsh is in there with with, with Chelsea patient. Like it feels like that we're not going to get scored on. Whereas I don't feel like it's been that comfortable the last few few kind of um, weeks and that when we've had her out. So. I'm buzzing with the performance today. Just, just all the things that we've been working on in training. Naturally, we played inverted forwards as well, so they're on, the, they were on the, the opposite sides. And you've seen how they started Kirsty Chambers and Ellie yep. Kelly driving in field, and we were switching it over quicker. Um, all them patterns we've worked on, you've seen it. And I'm like, I can't wait to watch the footage back and see some of the goals.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, St- Stopford as well for that f- uh, final goal, driving to the byline, it was good stuff and a good finish from Mather as well. Um, right. That sets us up nicely, doesn't it, for the next. Obstacle, yes, and it's a big game this one. It is Mersey Rail in the FA Cup in the stadium. I mean, it's going to be a challenge this one, isn't it?
6: Yeah, listen, we, we're talking about ourselves like we're, we're a national league team. Like we, we want to think where we want to be, we want to play like a national league team, we want to be pre- professional like a national league team. We're, we're going to play national league teams and we need to beat them. Like, if we want to survive and do well and prosper in that, that league next year, realistically, if we we're looking at Mersey Rail and we were in national league still, we'd be looking at like one of the easier games. So that's how we've got to be thinking. And that's no disrespect against Mersey Rail or any of the other teams. We'd be looking at them saying we need to get three points out of them. So we can't look at them going, oh, they're in the league above because we know how competitive this tier five is. I just spoke to cruise manager there and he said they're really close. If they were 10 miles the other way, they'd be in, they'd be in the Midlands League. And he was like, the Northwest League, even at tier five, is so competitive. And yes. you, you've seen it. I, I'd back... the the team's at the top of this league to to go and dominate in other parts of the country so I'm looking forward to playing Mersey Rail we've got a good game plan Um, we've practised some of the stuff today so um, fingers crossed we get the result we need next week
2: Uh, good news with regards to that's obviously the cup but you're looking at me do you know what's happening in the league this afternoon?
6: Trammer beat Cheadle
2: 1-0 got two games in hand on Cheadle obviously we do still have to play them this uh, this season twice back in the league Uh, but Gives us a bit of a spring in the step, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, listen.
6: I've said it to the girls. I've just said to them then because I went, listen, look at am not even grafting now, we're running still at the end. I said to them, they've just been beat, Cheadle, and it's because these teams, when they play us, they, they get out of bed, and then when they go and play other teams, they don't get out of bed. Like we're going to get that. We're, we're the we're the big big fish to fry. So, um, listen. We just focus on each game at a time. We've got another game next week. We've got a game after that, and just keep keep plodding along beating teams getting clean sheets and, and working on our craft Like we, we are going to have setbacks this year we are going to drop points we are going to have like, goals conceded against us but it's how we bounce back for that and, and we bounce back from the, the, the defeat against or in, in the cup we bounce back from it massive and we've played some of our best football which is, is always a good thing
2: yes absolutely now um, just a quick plug then for this coming weekend uh, the men's team have got Warrington Rounds on Saturday we've got the Phoenix Trophy on Tuesday for that In between, we've got this FA Cup game against Merseyrail. Just uh, a plug. Get yourself down uh there needs to be said loud yeah. and
6: clear. come and support us come, come and show us some support we know what they're about we know a lot of their key players so I'm happy that we're, we're an underdog Like we've got nothing to lose we're going to bring them here and we're going to show them what it's about over here in, in North Manchester so I'm looking forward to it I'm, I'm ready
2: well James Mulville Women's Team Manager big big thank you uh, for taking the time to join us uh, big thank you for finding us and, and also a big congratulations <laughs> again and uh, keep up the excellent work Cheers, good luck in training and Cheers, see boys. you next thank Sunday you. Bye. see you soon
1: Women's team live there from Sunday afternoon. And just a reminder, that FA Cup tie against Mersey Rail kicks off at Broadhurst Park this Sunday with a 1pm kickoff. But as always, if you cannot make the game, we'll have full commentary available on fc-radio.co.uk. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening, and from me, Cockers, see you next time.
3: This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.